Welcome to track number 20 of Why Are You Not a Missionary? Number 13. Faith is important because it separates us from the world. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 14. Find your neighbors, the agent, Kofi, agent Sam. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. What am I saying? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, sorry. Verse 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Unbelievers. Once somebody has unbelief, you cannot be close to that person. Even, even in the church. You see, even at the camp, that is why I was seeking, I was seeking a deportation order for those unbelievers remaining within the camp. The spies. Double agents. What fellowship has righteousness? That means that righteousness is believing and unrighteousness is not believing. What communion hath light with darkness? That means that light is believing and darkness is unbelieving. You are in darkness when you don't believe things. When you are not easily impressed, you are in darkness. You must be impressed. You must be impressed. Hey. What concord hath Christ with Belial? That means Christ is believing and Belial is unbelieving. And finally, what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? I mean, I mean, there is no connection. You, you become so separated from the world when you move in faith. Because you become so different. So different. What, what part? I mean, which connection will there be? Between he that believes and an infidel, somebody who doesn't, there will be no connection. I have no unbeliever friends. What am I going to do with an unbeliever friend? I have no, I, I know unbelievers. I know where they live. I interact with them, but I have no friends. Not at all. <laughs> Even within the church, I do not relate with people who don't believe. People who are not impressed. That is why people who believe what I'm saying, and I realize that they are impressed, so impressed that they would actually leave and come to work in the ministry, like I mentioned the name of the girls. Or I mentioned Claudia, who is so impressed that she will leave Mexico and come. So impressed. I will bow means become closer to such people. Because once a person does not believe, what path will have much? What concord? There's no path. I mean, there's nothing in common. We become so apart. And I find myself coming close. That's why I told Pastor Obi when he was in a, 
in London doing full time on Tuesdays. I told him that. <laughs> when you go to Kenya and I don't see you in the UK, I will be closer to you. It's true. I will be closer to you. Because I have more in common with you. Because I have more in common with believing people. Because if I, if you're not, look, when I was in medical school, I had drums in my room, loudspeakers on Sunday morning. I'm carrying chop boxes and drums across. And all the medical students, they come out of there and they're looking at us. I'm walking. What is he doing? They don't even say anything. Medical students, they don't talk. Just gossiping. So what is he doing? He's starting a church. Hey. I was immediately separated from those who did not believe. I'd gone ballistic. And I was a surprise. They were expecting something different. As a medical student. They were expecting something different from me. They were expecting something different. Tell somebody something different. Not something. Something different. Something different. Expecting something different. They were expecting something different. As I'm holding drums. Come, let's carry the drums. Let's carry the drums. You see how funny it looks. Disconnect it. Yeah. Yeah. Disconnect this one. Yeah. What type of drums are these? Say that. One branch. <laughs> and I was coming. In the beginning, oh. huh? <laughs> they were starting something different from me. So on Sunday morning, I'm going like this. I'm going on the, on the corridor. Medical student. Third year. Is that a medical student? Is, is that what you expect? <laughs> And I'm going like this. Then they hear then they hear the noise across in the classroom. A group of students went to see Professor Champong, the dean of the medical school, to tell him that we are disturbing. And that they came to the school to, to learn. A delegation. And that there's a ballistic student. They carrying drugs, disturbing us. I'm into ballistics on Sunday morning. We're expecting something different. How many agree that they were expecting something different? Are we expecting something different? Are we expecting something different? <laughs> Myself, Hamish, Dr. Hamish. God bless him. He, he filled his room with boxes. Hamish. He's, he, he there, he went even further. Yeah, he was Gables. He was West. Because what happened was that as the church developed, we made chop boxes for the things so that they would be whatever, preserved. And he kept all the chop boxes. So in his room, if his room is from here to here where the girls are, 
All here was chop boxes. So you, when you enter, you enter a corridor formed by the chop boxes. And he's chopped all around and he lived inside the chop boxes. For you. One branch. One branch. He lived inside the branch, inside the boxes. And then the morning they will be carrying the boxes. Yeah. Well, expect it's something different. Ah, they thought we wouldn't pass. Hey, how I was afraid that I shouldn't fail. See, for them to laugh at me in the school. That was my greatest fear. That I will fail the exam and they will get something to laugh at me. Sheesh. When I went for exam, I, I prayed. When I'm doing a final exam, I stopped learning on Friday. And I fast on Saturday the whole day. I fast without learning. And I lie in my room fasting and praying. Committing myself and certain lectures. I have written their names in some of the Psalms in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. I have written their names inside my Psalms. That God should save me. God should save me. From wicked and unreasonable men. And God saved me. Every time. Every time he saved me. When I entered, it was crisis, fire. Both part one and part two. Oh. When I finished my part one exam, I thought I'd failed thought I'd fail because I had a terrible experience. Oof. After we were sitting in the room waiting for our final oral exam, the place was as if somebody had died. Nobody was speaking. Quiet. We were just sitting there like this. They would call us one as if they are calling us to, to execute us. Eesh. Afterwards, I went to see my professor. I said, Prof, I feel he looked at me and said, What do you mean? Go and drink tonight. <laughs> Are you sure? Hey, go and drink. Find something to drink and drink. I was expecting something different. <laughs> Not knowing that I passed. Oh. The final exam. Satan had intended to disgrace me. Instead of me to get a normal case like a goiter. A woman with a, a, a goiter. Or simple cancer of the stomach. Or simple cancer of the breast. Or something that I can give the causes. Diagnosis. Treatment. Uh, uh, complications. Drugs. All those things. No. They brought me a 12-year-old boy who is supposed to be in the children's block. When I asked him, do you speak English? He said, Debbie. Debbie. Which means, no, I don't speak English. 
I was expecting something different. So I decided to call upon my gun. So I spoke and I said, do you speak gun? He said, JB. I don't speak gun. I could speak that one small. No, I don't speak. Only three. My God. So I managed to find the words, what is wrong with you? When I asked him, what is wrong with you? He said, nothing. There's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to clack him. I'm supposed to talk to him. Find out his uh, presenting complaints, his problems, whatever. Examine him. And I will be sit, standing there waiting. The examiners will come. Then, then they will ask me, so what did you have here? And I said, well, this is a 12-year-old boy. He presented with cough, with this, with that. These are the symptoms he had on examination. I found that he was pale. He was this, he was this. He had a lamp here. He had a mask, this, that, and that. So I diagnosed this, this, that, and that. And I think I'll treat it with this and that and that. But when I asked the boy, what is wrong with him? There is nothing wrong with him. So, I asked him, now, what, are you, what are you doing? He said, I don't know. And my time was going. And I said, so when did you come? He said, well, I came here long time. I've been here for about two years. He, was, he has been on the ward for a long time. He stays there. He, stays, he was living on the ward. So I asked him, has anything happened to you in the past? He said, yes. I was climbing a tree. And then I fell down. And a stick went into my stomach. And then what I said, they took me to the hospital. And they put a tube in my stomach. And they brought another tube out. When I eat fufu, it comes out of the tube. (laughs) That is what is wrong with me. Satan had appeared to destroy me. What kind of case is this? It doesn't fit any case. Oh! Diagnosis, fufu diversion. But God saved me. God helped me. What happened was that the lecturers themselves tried to find the diagnosis with the boy's folder. But the father had been there for some years, so his folder was fat like this. So they themselves were trying to go through to see what is wrong with the boy. So by the time they, they left me there for a long time, and by the time they came, they themselves were not sure. God granted me mercy. Mercy. Because after I've carried these drums. So, one branch. One branch. Just one branch. One branch in Kolibu. Wow. You see what can come out of you. If you believe. If you believe. If you believe. If you believe. So, brothers and sisters, number 13 is what? Separates you from the world. Are you glad to be separated from the world? Number 14. 
Faith is important because it helps you not to be confused by life. You are going to be confused by life when you do not have faith. First Peter 2, 6. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion. I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect precious. He that believeth on him shall not be confounded. You will never be confused in London. In the UK. In the name of Jesus. Number 15. Faith is important because it is your master key to victory. Amen. Your master key to victory. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Your victory depends on your faith. As you keep on believing, you are going to have your victory. Have faith in God. Amen. On the mission field, it may take time. You may not know how. You may not know when. He will do it again. Wow. Is it powerful? All right. Number 16. Faith is important because through faith you will not be condemned even though you are a very bad person. Even though you are a very bad person, you will not be condemned. That's why faith is so important. Because you will not be condemned. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. Okay, see, it's not he that is not holy is condemned. No. He that believeth not is condemned. You are condemned already. So faith is... I, how many have realized that it's very important to believe things? Number 17. Faith is important because you can overcome the obstacles of life through faith. Jesus saith unto them, Have faith in God. Truly I say unto you, Whosoever saith unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart, that shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. So through faith, you can overcome the mountains. Shawanda, you know how to say, There is no mountain to be. There is no mountain to be. God cannot come in. Oh, there is no mountain too high, he cannot move it. Oh, there is no storm too dark, God cannot come in. There is no sorrow too deep, he cannot soothe God cannot come in. 
You will not have your prayers. None of your prayers will be answered. Wow. How many realize faith is important? Your prayers are not going to be answered. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will, it shall be done unto you. Ask what you will, it shall be done unto you. I'm a late TSA. Number 19. Faith is important because faith makes you whole. Faith makes you whole. And he looked around to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her daughter, Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Glory to God. Shabalala. Behold. I said, behold. 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 Some of you, the house you were born in, you can never be normal as without faith. From where, you see, like A. Allen, your mother is giving you alcohol soup. You, you will not be normal unless you have faith. Do you understand? Alcohol soup. Some of you, your mother's encourage you to sleep with boyfriends. Especially if they had cars. And they came to think it. I said, oh! Susie is inside. Just wait, my dear. And they'll be encouraging it. Susie is in the house. And they encourage it. And then you, before you realize, your mother is even sending you out. Follow that man because of a Nissan Sentra. Air-conditioned Nissan Sentra. The, the air condition is in the car. The car is cool with the... It's sweating inside. The car is sweating inside. With some tinted windows. And the man with the pot belly has come for you. And your mother is also encouraging you to go. Because your mother too, that is how she was. So she doesn't see anything wrong with that. So you are also going. Without faith, you cannot be whole. If you don't take her, when you marry, you'll be unfaithful. 
a certain man who was in the house with his wife. One day, he slept. His wife was by him. When he woke up, his wife was not there. So he looked out of the window and he saw his wife climbing over the wall in the middle of the night. Hey! She was not satisfied in the house. Even though she has somebody to hold me close. And let your love surround me. Bring me near. Draw me to your side. It's a, it's a woman who wrote the song. But this woman had them draw me close, bring me to your side. But still, because she wasn't well. She wasn't feeling well. She was expecting something different. <laughs> Forgive. Forgive. Who expected something different? Anna. Zimbo. By faith you shall be made whole. Only the church can make you whole. Through Christ you shall be made whole. Amen. Number 20. 20. Faith is important because without it you will make shipwreck, disaster, ruin, destroy your life. You will destroy your life. You will make shipwreck ruin disaster of your life this charge i commit unto these my son timothy according to the prophecies which went before and thee that thou might them might as war a good warfare holding faith and a good conscience which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck of whom is hymenius and alexander whom i have delivered unto satan that they might learn not to blaspheme Shipwreck means that the ship went down. May your life never go down. May your life never go down. May you never stop believing. May you never stop dancing. May you never stop being impressed so that your ship will not go down. He said, Hymenius and Alexander, they made shipwreck of their faith. The ship went down. Their life is the ship. Their life is the ship. And the ship went down. It fell down to the bottom of the sea. May you never go down to the bottom of the sea. May you always, 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 always have faith. How many points did I say I was going to give you? 21. I'll give you a bonus. You've been so good. You've been so good. Faith is important because it is the most precious thing that you have precious faith. Simon Peter a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God our Savior and Jesus Christ. They have obtained the like precious faith. Faith is precious. Faith is your ticket to heaven. 
Faith is your ticket to salvation. Faith is your ticket to healing. Faith is your ticket to quenching the thirst that is in you. Faith is your ticket to walking with God. Faith is your ticket to taking one step. Faith is your, take, your ticket to living the way God wants you to live. Faith is the most precious thing that you have. A poor man can have faith. A rich man can have faith. And nobody can have faith. Faith works in Ghana. Faith works in New York. Faith works in Alaska. Faith works in Canada. Faith works in Nigeria. Faith works everywhere. You may have money. You may have no money. You may be a carpenter. You may be a rich man. You may be a poor man. Faith works for everybody who has faith and who believes in God. And that's why it's the most precious thing. Because something that works in New York and works in Navrongo, it works in Alaska, it works in Wiaso, it works in Keta. It's a ballistic something. It's a precious something. You must never allow doubting, confusion, I mean fear and all those kind of things to cloud out your faith. Alright? So that brings us to the end of the first points on our ten qualities that you need to be a missionary (laughs) which is faith that was one point actually it's just part 1a I shall leave the rest out 